Welcome. What's on your mind? I'm your host, Guadalupe, a.k.a. Miss G. And the co-host is Lady B. And we're here tonight, and we're going to be talking about on this particular episode of this podcast, how women, are they, are they being conned into reading these books on how to catch a man and make a man fall in love with them? Or are they really giving good and sound advice on these things? And I want to uh, go ahead on and uh, allow you to say something, Lady B. Like, I know that, you know, there's a lot of this stuff that's going around on the internet, on, uh, you know, on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok, on, you know, just, it's just all over the place. And it's like, they found gold <laughs> and they said, okay, well, I know I can get the attention if I say, I mean, is this what they're doing? Oh, I, I can give you secrets and I can give you answers as to how, you know, to get this guy, or get a guy that you like or that you're interested in and make him want you, make him love you, make him fall in love with you. You know, if you do these certain things in this certain way, if you follow these instructions that I, that I give you, that you know you'll make this man love you and you know you can live your happily ever after you know i mean what do you think about that do you feel that even if they're giving a little bit of sound advice that it could still create a a a a happy ever after No, I don't believe that. People have their own minds. You can't make anyone love you just because you're, I don't know, acting a certain way or behaving a certain way. People have their own minds. Some of the advice is really good as far as trying to grab someone's attention. Hmm. But, I mean, nothing is guaranteed nothing as far as the matters of the heart um none of that is guaranteed it's all up to the individual yeah and i i I agree with you on that and i feel that you know a lot of women fall prey to that you know and a lot of these guys that are you know putting out these videos and they're saying oh come listen to me you have pastors doing it you know and I mean I've seen somewhere there's pastors and they're saying this is what you have to do and this is what you need to and me myself personally somewhere along the line the traditional way you know where the no, the man meets the girl or the boy meets the girl and he then is uh, he goes through this I, w- I don't, I don't want to say interview with the family 
But the dad needs to check him out, you know, and mom needs to check him out, you know, to even even see if, you know, they feel safe with 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 their with their baby girl seeing this young man, you know, and finding out what his intentions are. Is is his is, is his intentions good or, you know, are they are they bad for her? You know, and somewhere along the line that has gotten lost. It, I mean, who does that anymore? Do people still do that? I mean, I'm sure some people probably, oh, well, who's the guy? This is that. But they don't, I don't think they monitor it. Just knowing people, whatever. I don't think they monitor it or put the energy and the effort to where it'll really go somewhere or to where, you know, they can say, well, I don't think you should hang out with this guy because, you know, if you have a daughter and she's a virgin and she's with this guy and they're hanging out, they have time to get, you can't watch every move they make, you know? And if you have raised your daughter and taught her to uh, believe that she, if you know, she's a virgin and she's saving this for that one special guy in the world that will be respectful to her and that will be a provider for her. Because when we think of men in our lives, when we think of a, a man being the uh, the head of our household, and I mean, because if if a woman is in a relationship with a man, if she's not thinking of him as being head of household or uh, a provider, then, you know, everything is already off balance because that's the way it's always been in the beginning and somewhere along the line, you know, those truths and everything that held that foundation of truth, It, it was it was broken apart and lost. Pieces of it are lost because nine times out of the ten, now a man is looking for a woman that is established and on her own home, and you know he has something to fall back on. And this is this is just in in like more uh, middle, the low and middle class people. I'm not talking about rich rich people. I'm talking about. Uh, the, the low class and the middle class. This is the type of things that they struggle with. They struggle with that because of lack of money, because of poverty, for many things, but they never stop being in relationships. They never stop looking for a sound relationship, you know, with the opposite sex. So, um, do you have any comments on that as to how to, how, I mean, do you see that there is a lost in the foundation of how relationships, marriages, and families, uh, you know, come about and are formed? Um, times have changed a lot of things, including relationships and marriages. It's, you know, it depends on what they're looking for. 
and the um, standards that they have. Some people um, look to be in a relationship for financial stability. Some look to be in a relationship just for companionship. I mean, it just really depends on the individual. And times have changed that a lot to where you, the the gentleman is approaching the dad or the family, you know, I really want to date your daughter, this, that, and the other. And a lot of things that have changed is that nowadays we don't have typical families like we did in the olden days or biblical days or we don't have those typical families like traditional families yeah I mean there's I mean there's a lot of homes that don't have the mom and the dad there's a lot of homes that just have the dad there's a lot of homes that just have the mom for whatever reason it could be a a death or you know or there's a, a lot of people out here that don't have either one of their parents and don't really want to get into a serious relationship until they're in their 30s or 40s. Okay, I, I I hear that and I understand that and I could agree with you on that too. But I say, and this is only my opinion, you know, and that's what with this whole podcast and any podcast that I've ever had anything to do with is based on, you know, far as if I'm hosting it it's only based on you know the what what facts are what I see and what I perceive from that so what I'm saying is not written in stone you know everybody has their right to their own opinion I respect that and I have a right to mine and that's all I'm doing is giving my opinion (laughs) and I said all of that to say that you know somewhere the structure the structure of family whether it be a single dad or a single mom there still should be structure and you know if that single mom or that single dad had the sound teachings of their parents and if they had uh, two uh, two parents in a home, that would be very good. But even sometimes children with two parents in a home are still not getting the uh, structure, the guidance and direction that they need as to what they will deal with in their life. I mean, it has gotten so bad. And I've seen, even when I was really young, I would see where, you know, if if the boy was out and he was, you know, making out with different girls and stuff like that, that the family, oh, he's something else. He's this and he's that. And he just get all the girls. No, this this child, this young man needs to be pulled to the side and taught that you don't just run through girls. That these are will someday be a women. And if you make a mistake and get any of them pregnant, this is going to be your responsibility for the rest of your life. You're going to have to take care. You're going to you're going to have to take care of that baby. You have to participate in that baby's life. You're going to have to pay and help to raise that baby, that child. Okay, and this should be taught to the to the mom. This should be, I mean to the to the uh, young lady and the young man. 
okay they need to know that they have to make a decision on whether they want children or not and i raised three children and this is something that i let them know that is a possibility and whatever they do whatever if they bring anything in this world it is their responsibility and i taught them responsibility responsibility through the pets that they had <laughs> you know i was like well if you have this because they would ask me i was like well if you if you are allowed to have this pet these are the things that has to you have to do with this pet you have to make sure this pet is you know i just went through all the formalities of how you raise how you raise you know a puppy or a kitten and you know all the things that it entail and what it requires of them and that they have to be responsible for or it would be taken away from them. You know, and they pretty much got the picture on that. And I did talk with them about, you know, uh, having children and people having children and what all of that entailed, you know, through the things that I was doing raising them. Some of the stuff maybe I should not have told. Okay. But like I always say, and like well, the podcast that we've done, the very first one that we did, uh, children do not come with instructions. There's some things they need to know, some things that, you know, uh, their little minds may not be able to handle. But, you know, the structure of it is not stable. So whatever is happening in the home, children are learning from the relationships that the parents have. If the parent is married and they live in two, and they live in the same house with all of their their children, and that parent is living in a separate room, the mom is in a separate room, and the dad is in a separate room. What is a child? If a child is growing up in a home like that, does that child believe that this is the way parents live? Will they grow up and be the same way? Probably, because it's a great influence on them, you know? And if the, if the parents are loving and affectionate towards each other in front of the children, I'm not talking about doing crazy wild stuff in front of the kids, but just, you know, showing affection to each other. Hug, kiss, or whatever, just simple stuff. You know, that teaches the child to be you know, their parents are loving to each other. They love each other. They're showing it, you know. But all of these things are examples, and we learn by example. We learn what we are taught, you know, from our parents, and we learn through their examples. We're always teaching whether we're saying anything or not. We are always teaching the children. And my thing is this you know nowadays parents are so they're so happy like say for instance a friend of mine a guy's son was uh, dating a girl he was like I'm just so glad it was a girl <laughs> you know but like oh he got a girlfriend it's a but he's not saying, I told him that, you know, if he's, if this is somebody that he really wants to be with, that he shouldn't go this far or whatever, and to be respectful to that young lady, he's just happy that he's talking to a girl. This, this is where the world has gotten to right now. 
So it doesn't matter if he goes out and, and does the wrong thing, gets this girl pregnant, and, and he's on to the next one, and he's just doing this. This man is just happy that his son is talking to a woman, a girl. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it, I mean, like, you know, is it that bad out here that, you know, the parents have turned have turned their heads as to they don't even see it as just long as it's, it's going the way they want it to go. That's not right, you know? And I'm saying all of this to say, you know, that a lot of these books and all of these different the advices that these men are giving to women, you know, it's good and all that they feel like they're doing something. And, you know, some of it is, you know, that guy is like, oh, I'm the perfect guy. I know about this and I can tell you this is how you a man should be and this is that. And he probably has an arm full of women. He probably has six, seven women that he talked to, different ones, or maybe even more than that. He's just running through them because he's telling them, oh, uh, you should look at me because this is how I am and this is how I'm giving you this advice about men and this is that because I'm this type of man and and I you know I feel a woman should be respected and this and that but if you're if you're if you're out there playing the field and using this as a uh, a bait to draw women to you then you know you're you're doing the same thing the other men are you just feel that you're a little bit clever at it that's all and uh, it's a lot of that going on too. A lot of them taking uh, this advice and stuff that they're giving to women and they're using it to manipulate women. There's uh, books and stuff where they're explaining, oh, if you, if you, if you make him wait and you make him do this and you, these men, you think me, a man can't read a book just cause you wrote, the, uh, just cause a man writes a book to give women advice on how to get a man and, and keep the man or how long to make him wait and how to make him wait and you know the things that you should ask him and, and how your response should be and I, you know it's a play by play thing you know and it's like they're pretty the person that's writing the book is pretty much ruling these people's lives as to how they are to act and interact in a relationship I mean when, how is when is it too far when, when is it too far well, you're right. The information that is out there, that's what people really need to understand. Just because it's directed towards females or males, the the opposite sex has access to the same information you have access to. Therefore, you have to follow your own mind and your heart. What do you want? What are you looking for? Now, if you want to take it... <clears throat> Back to the biblical days, the way it's supposed to be, a woman don't seek a man. Exactly. A man a woman. Right. And therefore, you know, and once that man is seeking that woman, he finds the one that he wants. He's going to pursue her. He's going to try to woo her. He's going to want to court her, so to speak. And, you know, and that's the way it should be. You know, I had a discussion with one of my daughters. I have four daughters. I had a discussion with one of my daughters and she's like, Mom, my boyfriend don't open the door for me. He don't do this. He don't do that. 
And I had to explain to her. And she's like, what do I do to get him to do these things for me? I said, the only thing I could recommend is that you keep reminding him if that's what you want. I said, I never dealt with that. And I told her, you know, she was upset. I said, you can't be upset with him because he was not taught. Mind you, he had both parents in the home. He had a grandmother. He had grandparents. He had both parents in the home. Grew up like that. His parents are still together. He's in his 30s. And it's just that it's not taught. People are not considering the values that we had way back then now. Right, but the but the value or the uh the the value of the girl or the 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 boy has not changed. Just the way people are viewing it and how they're looking at it and going about it has changed. It has not because changed. Of, because of the influences. Because of well, all of the influences. And, you know, you listen to these songs and, you know, these entertainers, they're trying to put something out there that sells. And marketers are tagging them and saying, well, you got to do this and you have to do this and this is what sells. Well, if that's the only thing that's out there, why wouldn't it be the only thing that's selling? So people have to make it to that, you know, they have to make up their mind about what they want to do and they have to stick to that because whether it's sales or not, if it's natural, then it should be natural, you know? But all of this flaunting and, I mean, for crying out loud, you know, it's like I've seen people trying to follow these guidelines on how to establish a relationship, you know, just for some people that I know, you know, and just trying to follow these uh, guidelines as to, you know, what they have to do, what they have to say, how to say it, how long to wait to respond, you know, all of this bull crap. Say what you mean, say what you feel, you know, like, why do you have to play these games? Why do people have to play games in these relationships? Because that's all I see is a whole bunch of games. And, you know, things get lost. A lot of stuff get lost in the structure of them. You know what I mean? In the structure of these games. And that's, I call them games, because that's, that's what it seems and appears and sounds like to me. You know, it sounds like they're playing games. And, you know, if, if a guy gives a woman her phone, his uh, if a guy get gets a woman's phone number, uh, there's a, a, a two-day period that they have to wait before they call her. If he gave her that phone number and if he was that interested in her, he'd be trying to call her right away, wouldn't you think? So why does he have to wait? Yeah, I, I do believe that that he would try to call right away, but you know, like I, I said, mean, naturally, this this should, this should be like a natural reaction, you know. Correct. Everyone but, is different, though. Everyone is different. You know, 
before I ever heard about a 90 day rule or anything like that, I typically have long relationships. I do in general. And before I ever heard about a 90 day rule and, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. I had my own set of rules. If a guy approached me, I may talk to him, entertain him for a little bit. Hey, you know, we could set, have a good time. We go to the park. We could um, have a drink. We could maybe even have dinner. We could do all these things. But mind you, you're on a probation period with me because I'm one of those. If if we're going to make this work, I got to get to know you. I'm going to try to learn you. And that's what a lot of people are missing. You have to learn the other person. You have to allow them to learn you. And because you could be a closed book and like, "Mm, I'm not going to tell him this. I'm not going to tell her that. And you're not allowing them to learn you. You have to, you have to learn each other to see if it's going to work, to see if this is what I want, because everybody could put on a show. Every everybody can pretend to be something that they're not. Well, then, well, if, if if he just wants to, uh, if a man just wants to have a woman, then it doesn't matter what the woman's rules are, or the, the ninety day, twenty day, one hundred fifty nine days. It don't matter how many days she set before she decides to open up to this person because whatever their intentions are, if their intentions is to uh, is to, to get what they want and they are willing to wait for it, then it doesn't even matter. So that, that's the reason why you have to learn. I'm not saying to make them wait. I'm saying to learn. Well, I, you can you need think a period in there to where you can learn that person. But you can still learn them, and still you can, you can, you can know a person for years and not know that person. I, and I'm saying this from experience. You can know a person for years and and, and feel that you know everything about this person, have talked about everything to this person that you could possibly imagine, and this person is still not the person that you think they are. Because they're playing that game with you. They, I, they're going toe-to-toe. They don't care. They're going toe-to-toe because whatever the end result is that they want, they don't, they're, they're, going to go, they're, going, they're going to go to miles for it. And, and that is true. And that's where you were talking about the games come in and manipulation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Trying to sway someone else to feel a certain way. Yeah. But playing with their emotions and and their feelings and everybody is capable of doing this oh yeah women do women do it and men yeah all the time everybody is capable of doing that but all at the same time if you want a better chance at a, a lasting relationship you have to try to learn that person and that person will have to learn try to learn you therefore that's why i said y'all have to be open you can't just be um, taking in a lot of information and not giving information. That's true. And I've seen people, you know, well, I've heard about people, you know, in an earlier time to where 
you know, they would have marriages, they would be married. They wouldn't be happy in a marriage, but they stayed together for the children. Oh, they still do that. Yeah, but what is it doing it's to the children? It's a convenience. Exactly. What are they doing to these children, though? They are literally destroying the children. And any hopes of them having something sound and stable and are it's, 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 it's almost like they're doing a, a it's an inheritance of this negative behavior because and I, I call it negative behavior because I feel like if I'm with somebody and things are not going right am I going to pretend because the kid the children are watching you know or should this should you know we be separated and my answer is if I'm not happy then we should be separated because I don't see why I should be playing games. You know, it, it just didn't work out. You know, it just didn't work out because, you know, this person played these games for however long they wanted to, and then they decided to move on and play the game with somebody else, you know? So, you know, and you can make a guy wait. You can make him wait for 120 days or whatever, you know, your standard is as to how long you make him wait, but, what I've seen in my life, the most solid relationships that are forever lasting is the ones where these people were made to respect each other. And that's why I say that if these people are getting advice from these people that are giving this advice, the best advice they could get is from their, their parents. That, that's the best advice they can get is from their parents. Them, their parents should meet the person that they want to talk to, that they're interested in. And if that person is truly interested, I, I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and say, if a, if a young man is interested in a young lady, he will be willing to meet the parents. He will be willing to go and whatever mile it takes to you know make things right and if he knows that the parents is going is backing up their daughter and how valuable she is to to them then he will treat her of that same value because they let him know okay hold on we have standards set for her and you're going to respect us and you're going to respect her first and foremost you know and that's the bottom line and if it's just a one parent, then that one parent has to step in and that one parent has to do that as well. Okay, so that would be more sound than anything because that young lady, she could wait forever trying to figure this person out. But that parent that has experience and knows and could read between the lines can look at this person and have a conversation with them and say, well, I know where this person is headed. And no, this is not a good pick for you. So throw out the looks and all of this that you see that you're uh, enticed by as to make you want this person. And this is what, you know, this person is doing. This is the type of personality this person has. I mean, the adult in the room is the one that can see all of these things beforehand. So it should be based, all relationships 
it should be based on the parent uh, interviewing this child, this young man or this young woman, and seeing if it is going to be a good match. And I've heard where, you know, people, their cultures in other countries to where they are just told, okay, you see that person over there? You see that, that their son? That's who you're going to marry. and You're going to have children around. They do that. And, and, and a person may not even be attracted to that person in any kind of way. Don't have no love for that, for that person at all. You know, and yet they get together, they marry, they have children, and they and they're together. And I've actually seen or, and know people that went through that, and they are together with the person that they were uh, matched with through family, and they're still with them and stayed with them the whole the whole time, and they they grew to love each other. They grew to love each other. But if someone comes in on the sideline and say, oh, well, they made you do this, and they're putting, they're influencing this person, and they're saying, well, you know, you were duped, you were put in this, and it, it should, that was against your will, and they may have not even been thinking that way. But a seed is planted, you know? So, it's just, that's a very t- touchy subject. I, I know it is and I would definitely love to hear some of the comments you know from uh, some of the listeners you know send your comments in, send your audio uh, recordings in so we can hear what you what your what your uh, thoughts are on this subject and you know as many as I could get to add to this uh, podcast I will you know so please send your comments but you know I also want to say that if a uh, if there's people out there with all of these different uh, remedies for a good relationship, because I mean I could say, oh, well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to tell people how to run this relationship, and if they're 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 broken for some, whatever reason, and they feel like, oh, well, this person has answers, I'm looking for answers. This person has answers. You know, can I help them? It's too general. It's too broad. How can I? I can't. You know, I would be lying to them if I could tell them. I, if I if I told them that I had the answer as to what they did, what they're doing wrong, or I, I can't tell them that because if you meet somebody and whatever you have feelings that you have for that person that you met, you know, the excitement is gone when you started interviewing them. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you began to interview that person and that person is interviewing you, the thrill is gone. It's Now it's a business. I mean, do you remember when you were young and you met a saw boy or you were in, in grade school and you saw a boy and he's like, oh, he's so cute. I like him. This is this and that. And, you know, if, if you want to talk to him or whatever, or you were afraid to because you were just too young, you know, you had all of those feelings. You didn't care if if you was going to marry this guy, if you guys would be happy ever after or any of those things. You just wanted to be with that person. 
you wanted them in your life. You wanted them to be a part of your life for that time. Because we grow away from people, you know? Who's to say? But our parents can tell us that. That's why it's so important to go to our parents, whether we have two in a home or just one. We need to go to them and we need to talk to them and we need to, you know, have a discussion about this type of thing and not be afraid to go to the parents because they're not going to tell you anything wrong. And parents that are listening to this, I say that you should that they that you're not going to tell them anything wrong and you shouldn't. It should be solely for the interest of that child and that child's well-being you know, from childhood into to, into adulthood. Whatever you tell them, whatever advice you give them is going to affect their whole life. It's going to change everything. Do you have any thoughts on that, Lady B? I understand where you're coming from. Most parents want to keep their children's best interests at heart, and they do. But parents don't know everything about that child. That child may have something totally different in mind than what their parents have. And so I I agree. By all means, talk to your parents. Parents should be involved. But ultimately Is there a is there a but in that? Really? Yes, it is. Ultimately, it is your decision and what you want out of life and what you want and what you expect from your partner, your spouse. Because mom may be a stay-at-home mom, never worked a day in her life, and dad is working a part-time job and a full-time job just to keep the household running, and you may not want that. You may not want that. So there's nothing wrong with getting your parents' input. No, always get your parents' input. Always, if it's available, if you're able to, always do that. But at the end of the day, it's up to you and what you want from your relationship. That's why I say you need to get to know that person. If that person does not open up to you, do not, you know converse with you the way you think they should then you might need to move around and try something different but do you know how many people overlook that they look over it and they say okay you know what he's not doing this and he's not doing that uh i'm just gonna go ahead i want to be with him anyway because I, i really like him and i don't want anybody else to have him everybody does that a lot of people do a lot of people do. And bless your sweet. That's what they say. But, you know, that's the whole purpose of the parent being the guy the, the, the guardian and guiding them through life as to make sure that they don't make the same mistakes that they may have made or get into situations that they that the parents knew was possible. Is the reason why they made whatever decisions that they made. You know, and 
it's uh it's really a uh this is a, a serious it's really serious what these people are putting out there you know far as how relationships go it's 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 very serious and you know I may listen to some of these videos and, and stuff like that and and are not moved by them you know or read the books and yeah I say ah this is this is too this is impossible for someone to do or go through all of these formalities and you know it's a waste of time or whatever and but I just spent $19.99 on this book you know because it promised something but it couldn't deliver you know and none of them really deliver honestly they don't so, you know, it's just a matter of trusting, you know, trusting, you know, what your parents tell you and the information that they give you because they've they've lived it long before you, you know, they've they've lived it. They know, they know. And I want to get back to the part that I was talking about earlier where um, you know the 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 man being looked at as the provider and a lot of women may think of a man as a provider opposed opposed to him just being you know 50-50 in a relationship and if he's 50-50 in a relationship is he taking care he's not really he's not taking care of you at all He's taking care of himself. You taking care of yourself. He's taking care of himself. It's almost like he's just renting from you. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, what do you think about that? What, I mean, what is your comments on something like that? Like, you know, if you're in a, if a woman is in a relationship with a man and a man is paying 50 and she's paying 50, are, are, is he taking care of her? Is this the true standards? of what a, a man is supposed to be is he supposed to come in at 50-50 or should he be the the breadwinner should he be the provider of the household and I, yeah some of them fall into situations where the woman has already have a family established she has three or four or five maybe six kids children and he steps in and like what is he gonna say oh i'm not providing for all of them children the dads need to be provided for this. So why would you even get involved with this woman? If you have no intentions on being there 100%. Because that's what it is. He's not being there 100%. Well, the way I see it is that the way this world is today, I mean, you're talking about financial now. So financial 50-50, it, it, it's still a help. To, they're helping each other. It, it could be 60-40, it could be 80-20. It's still a help. They're helping each other. And a home, a happy home, and a healthy home, 
does not necessarily mean that one person carries all the finances. That don't necessarily mean that. But what I've seen today in relationships and in homes, I see the woman is the established one and the man is the floater. And, you know, they she has a relationship with this man. He doesn't pay any of her bills. He doesn't help her in any kind of way like that. She's working. She gets more money than him. So she's taking care of all the bills. And, you know, he may stay in the house. He may cook and clean up the house and everything and lay around. And, you know, he may even have a job. But he's not spending the money at that house. He's out hanging out with his boys and, and, and you know, and they slapping hands. And he, yeah, yeah, I got this chick over here, man. She, she got me covered. She, yeah, she all that. You know, she's taking care of the bills. She really, and 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 they're proud of this. When in actuality, you know, back in 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 in, in many in, in many 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 years ago, <laughs> you know, the man was like, "Oh, he's coming to the dad. He's saying, you know, I got this job. I'm gonna take care of your daughter. I love her. I want her to be with me." I'm going to be a provider for her. I'm going to buy a home for her. You know, we're going to have children. I'm going to take care of all the children. I'm ta- he, he's telling this man, he's taking care of everything. And now, it's like some of these men, they don't even want to meet none of the, the, the women's parents. They don't even want to meet them. The, the, the young lady will say, I want you to meet my mom. I want you to meet my... I don't want to meet them. I don't want to do it. Why? Because his intentions are not even good. His intentions aren't good. But you have people say, oh, well, it's up to you and what you think, and this, 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 and that. But what you're thinking is not right if you feel like it's okay for this person to tell you that they don't want to have meet your, your, your relatives. There's a problem. Something is wrong. I agree. Yeah. And this goes on. This goes on. Oh, well, they don't like me. No, they should. They have to. Or they're not a good pick. They're not a good choice. If they don't like your parents, it's a problem. Because you are a reflection of your parents, whether you know it or not. You are. You're everything they put into you. So if they don't like your parents, they don't like you either. Believe it or not. I mean, you know, I'm, I may be stepping on some feelings. You know, people may be hearing this and like, oh, well, she's wrong. Hey, I'm just, I'm just, like I said, this is my opinion. But that's the way I see it. You know? And if they're not taking you to, to meet their parents or their, their friends or, or family or they don't want you to be around any of them, are they embarrassed of you in some kind of way? Are you not uh, going to be approved by the standards of their friends or family? Is the reason why they're not bringing you around their family? 
you know so where, where do you draw the line you know you can't draw the line if you don't know that there should be a line there and that's why I go back to saying how important it is for that parent to meet that person and decide if this person is good enough for my child that I gave birth to and I want to see be successful in life and make it because I love this person so much and they are so valuable to me. Do you have comments on that? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I understand what you're saying. In, in typical days, yes. I totally agree. But nowadays, parents, mothers against daughters, daughters against fathers. I mean, it don't always work out that way. You're right. And that's a whole nother reason why you know this podcast or this particular episode is uh, you know being played because I want to invoke thought I want people to think about what they're doing the standards that they're living by the decisions that they're allowing to happen in their life and the decisions that they're making for their children or allowing their children to make. You know, because it's it's important. It's so important for the family, for the structure of the family. Now, say for instance, a family was going through something. It could be financial. And they have a, 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 a daughter that's young. She's working, she has money. She's going to school. She has a, a, a boyfriend. He's working. He has money. He's going to school. You know, and this family has fall has uh, fallen because of society in some kind of way. Well, not only do they have their daughter that is working and that can help them, but now they have, you know, this son-in-law that also can contribute to the family, which only makes the structure of the family stronger. You see, you see where I'm going with this? As to why it's so important for the family to be a part of the relationship. And somewhere along the line with society and all the changes that are being made, there are still some standards that people should always follow. And these standards are given through the family. They're taught. You have people that live like that today. And they're very successful. They have structured family, you know. And because someone is poor or have less than others doesn't mean that they have to, you know, be subjected to lesser standards no no way because you are as valuable as as, as as you consider yourself to be 
if you feel yourself to be one way, then that's what you will be. And what you, if that's something that you're striving for, that's what you are, you know? So standards should not change because of that, of, of the situation. The standards should always be in place. And, you know, for those that may feel that they are less fortunate, know that you still have that ability to set standards. Period. It's your choice to set those standards with your with your children. We don't have control of everybody in the world. That's known, okay? But we do have control of what go, what goes on, or we should have control of what goes on and what happens in our households with our children. And it has to start. The standards should be uh, begin to be put in a place while they are growing up. This should be a part of their growing up as to learning these different things of the value of themselves. Period. So, to, uh, to go on, I would say, uh, why can't we just treat each other equal? Why can't we, you know, meet somebody and not take away from that beautiful smile that that person is reflecting? That wonderful personality humorous personality and begin to want or even have a desire to ask questions that are it's too soon to answer because you can't enjoy something that you're following instructions on <laughs> are you know what I'm saying I could I, you could give me a, 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 a desk table that's it's all all I see is the wood, the pieces, and 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 the, the nuts and bolts that hold it together. You give me the instructions, okay? I'm looking at the instructions, I'm trying to figure this out. But if I look at the pieces and figure how it goes from there, opposed to reading and following each step-by-step instruction. I can truly tell you, you know, because I've put things together without looking at the instructions, and I had more fun doing it, figuring it out, opposed to trying to go by each step here, step there. You know, it takes it takes the fun out of it. Getting to when you have to ask a person all of these questions, and you know, why can't that person just be, you know, respectful and you know, if they're approaching, if a man is approaching a woman, why can't he just be respectful and say, you know, I came and approached this person because this is the person that I'm I'm looking at and I want to be with. Not opposed to, oh, I'm looking at this person, but, you know, that person is cool too. And that person, you're wasting your time on this person. Because you're gonna, you you have somebody else in mind already before you even begin to talk to them. See, you all scrambled up. Your 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 energy is all over the place. 
you can't focus on this one person and your intentions couldn't be good for him either especially if you're looking at everybody else not to say that a person oh you better be looking at one person no I'm not saying it I'm just saying let your yeah be yeah and your no be no if you're gonna take the time out to what they call kick it with the person if 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 they're gonna have have any intentions of uh giving themselves to this person then that's something that they really need to think about before they before they do and i'm saying men should do this the woman shouldn't have to have standards where you waiting this man should be taught this from his dad and if his dad is not in the home from his uncle or for somebody some you know someone older within the family that could teach this young man how to be a responsible loving and caring and able to express their feelings man this is this this young man is going to grow into be a man he needs to know these things so that he could be respectful It's a must. So can a woman learn how to get a man? No. I would say no. What would you say, Lady B? A woman can learn how to attract a man's attention. But in order to love that man, hold that man, keep that man, and keep him happy, a book is not going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what are they telling? What are the, what are the books telling you? What are the, the titles are telling you that this is what it's going to give you? This the keys to this, uh, how to get a man, how to catch him, how to know if he's lying to you. We don't need nobody to tell us no uh, how somebody's lying. We know when somebody lying to us. Mm, not always, but every everybody has a a sense of whether somebody is being honest and truthful with them, whether they accept it or not. They some of them just won't accept it. They look over it, yeah. but people tell you who they are eventually. Yeah. And also, um, oh Lord, I lost my train of thought. All I'm saying is that a person knows what they want out of life. Um, literature could be a good guidance to a certain extent. The rest is going to be up to you. Your parents uncles, aunts, grandparents, if they're available, could be a good guidance, could be. But the rest is ultimately up to you because only you can live that life. Only you can live your life. You know what you want. You know what you expect. Therefore, that's what you need to seek. Well, I want to say this in closing that 
I feel that, you know, if someone is teaching a person how to attract a man or what to look for in the, the qualities of a man, and they're going about this on their own to figure all of these things out. I don't know if they write it on their hand, on a piece of paper, they go use the bathroom and read the paper, go back to the person if they're having a day. I don't know how they do that. Okay. But if they're teaching them how to uh, respond to the questions that the man is asking and the answers that he's giving, then what they're teaching them is to build a wall before they even get to know this person. They have walls that they have built for their protection. And if this man, he have to have some kind of sense, you know, and it's not even a wonder that he will see these walls. He will see the walls. He will see all of the signs as to what she is trying to do. And all. Because I'm sure he can read through this these things, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he she's keeping him at bay or, you know, a man will know these things. He'll know it because he's not stupid. And, and a woman will know these things, too, as to how a man is acting, if he's playing games or how long it take him to call after she's given him the phone number. Because men have rules rules too as to how they play these games they teach each other these things too just like women teach each other men teach each other too but I feel that everybody should just come clean and be honest if they're not interested in a person don't waste your time don't do it just because you know you're feeling vulnerable and you feel like you just want somebody in your life don't just go pick up anybody you know, because a lot of that goes on. They have places where they go pick people up. What they call it, a club. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, people can have these standards, and it could, it could, it could. You know, they have these rules and these ninety days, one hundred twenty days, two hundred day rules. They can have all or five day five date rule or whatever it may be they can have all of that but and most of the people that follow them you know they could have a long standing relationship for for quite some time but how long will it last I'm gonna leave that thought in the air and we're gonna conclude with this podcast and, and thank you, Lady B. I appreciate you always. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah. So be well and always, always get advice from your parents, your auntie, or your uncles. Get sound advice. You know the difference. You be well.